Hi, and welcome to the Genesis Podcast. We're so glad to be able to bring a small portion of our community to you through this medium and hope that you'll join us in our endeavor to embolden one another to change the world by effectively representing Jesus Christ. If you would like to know more about who we are as a community, as well as when and where we meet, you can visit us online at thegenesisstory.com. Also, if you have benefited from this podcast in any way or would like to participate in what we're doing here at Genesis, would you consider partnering with us by donating online again at www.thegenesisstory.com. There you can select the giving tab and how you would like to contribute to the general fund or even to the building fund. Remember, we can do more together than we can ever do alone. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. God bless. Good morning. Glad to have you guys here. Did you guys have a good Thanksgiving? Hope everyone enjoyed their time with their family. Good to have you guys here. Uh, we are starting Advent. Uh, those of you who, who aren't familiar with Advent, Advent is a time where we recognize the events leading up to the birth of Christ. It's the four Sundays after Thanksgiving. And so today we start Advent, which is still hard to believe 2021 is over, um, but it, we're here. But welcome for all of you who are following us online and those of you who are here. Let's pause, let's pray, and let's enter into this season with all the potential that is before us, and also the excitement that we want to lean into. Let's pray. God, we are grateful. We are grateful for what we have. We are grateful for how we have been blessed, and we are grateful to know that through the things that we have, we can also be of service to you. Lord, we pray that you would bless our time together, that our eyes would be open to what you would speak to us, our ears would be open actually to what you speak, our eyes would be open to see the things that you have for us. Uh, We are grateful again for how you have blessed. May we be a blessing and lean into that more and more this day. We ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, everybody. (laughs) So um, just real quick, before Sam comes up, I'm going to hijack the microphone. And um, I wanted to talk about, there's a slide, actually, um, about an organization here in Upland that's called Warriors for Children. And... um, Let's find that one. There it is. So you don't have to look at me. Um, this is an organization here in Upland. They uh, they have a really neat ministry that is that is supplying these kinds of needs this season um, for kids in our community and beyond, but kids in our community uh, first who have um, gone through some kind of trauma in their life. And so what they're doing is they're collecting goods for Christmas. You can see there's a list up here. Uh, We'll make that available to you on our website as well. And I think they're going to drop off some flyers, so we'll actually have paper copies of it soon. Um, And they're collecting these things. So part of what we're doing this season is inviting you, inviting all of us to participate in these types of things. So we want to support these kids in our community who have gone through some kind of trauma, who have... uh, um, maybe not the means, and their family don't have the means, uh, doesn't have the means to to provide these things for them. So we're going to provide uh, Christmas for them. So um, 
If you have a, a smartphone, you can, you can scan any of the QR codes at the bottom. If not, you can just look at the list. There'll be a box here, uh, hopefully next week, that we can start contributing. We can start putting um, these new unwrapped presents for kids from zero to 18 in uh, so that we can deliver those on time for Christmas. And uh, one more announcement. We're actually having a Christmas service this year on Christmas. <laughs> so uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday, December 25th. If you, um, if you are free, we'd love to see you here. So uh, that's not a normal thing. I don't think we've always done that, but this year we can. So we are. So if you are here uh, December 25th, 10 o'clock, there will be a, a short Christmas service where we get together and uh, celebrate Jesus' birthday. All right. Here's Sam. Also, this afternoon at noon, we're having countdown for Christmas for the kids. So um, that's taking place here at the building. Um, they're going to make some crafts, right, Randy? They've got some, you've got some crafts made. Yeah, it's like a number of things where we're going to be doing this throughout this Advent season to try and help the kids get into this idea of Christmas isn't just about getting, it's about giving. Um, as Randy was talking about the Warriors for Children, in the past we have done Advent Conspiracy, and, and that's really what this is going to be a part of. What Advent Conspiracy is, it is recognizing that Christmas can still change the world, but we need to change how we step into it, right? And, and we're asking people to spend less. In other words, maybe instead of getting that new iPhone, just get a new cover. <laughs> give it a makeover, right? Um, spend less, but give more. Give more to like the Warriors for Children. We're looking to do some other things maybe with children in foster homes in our area. And so the money that we save from not buying gifts that people don't really need, we can give to people who have real needs. And by doing this, we can actually start to worship fully, right? Worship as worship is supposed to be. It's not just about words, but it's about our lives. I forget how many, I think it's like $6 billion are spent in the United States alone just for Christmas, which is just insane, right? Insane. There is so much consumerism. How did this holiday become that, and how can we make a difference to make it mean something more? And so we're asking people to spend less, to give more, to love all, to love the children, to love those who are in foster home, to love those who are part of our family, and to worship fully. That's what Advent Conspiracy is about. And in the past, we have raised money to build a latrine for a school in Haiti. We have built a cafeteria for a school in Haiti. We've built... Uh, gardens and provided goats for the school in this area in Haiti. We have done things down in Mexico for the orphanage, the Buena Vida orphanage down in Mexico. We've done things here in our own community with Healthy Start. It has been our posture to lean into this, and we don't want to stop. Even though this has been a difficult year, I know for a lot of us, this is what we are about. This is who we are, and we don't want to stop. 
And so we are leaning into this Advent with this mindset that we are here to spend less but give more, to love all and to worship fully. And we hope you guys will join us for this journey. And as we begin, it was so interesting. You know, I wasn't finished with the Sermon on the Mount. I had more to say, and there's more left in that chapter. I missed a few weeks for different reasons. And I was so like, okay, well, I need to finish this, but it's Advent. And I actually usually struggle with that, but this year it was a lot easier to say, you know what, I'm just going to lean into Advent because every now and then you have to have something that's there and is a foundation that you build on, right? And I remember thinking one time, you know, liturgy and and written out prayers, oh man, I just pray on my own, it's just, it's got to come from the heart, but sometimes my heart has dried and I don't have words. And sometimes I need to use and borrow the words of others when I don't have words. And the Advent is actually marking the beginning of the church's liturgical calendar. Even though it's the end of the year, it's the beginning, it's the starting point of the calendar. And the idea of Advent from the Latin, it means to come to, right? It's a season that's encompassing the Sundays and the weekdays before Christmas, and it marks something that has taken place, the the birth of Christ. But it also marks for us something that is to come. We are waiting for the fulfillment of God's kingdom to be established. And so we are living between Advents. And I want to step into this understanding because Advent is marked by a longing. It's marked by anticipation and it's marked by fulfillment. And we're gonna start in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 11, beginning at verse one, where the prophet is talking about what is to come. This is a, Messianic prophecy, looking towards this anointed one, the Messiah, a king who would come. And in verse one, it says, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse and a branch from the roots shall bear fruit. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And his delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. He shall not judge by what his eyes see or decide disputes by what his ears hear, but with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with equity for the meek of the earth and shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips he will kill the wicked." The prophet is looking forward to this event when the Messiah, the anointed one, the king, would come and put things right. He would have the spirit of wisdom and understanding of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of reverence and awe for the Lord. And it's interesting that he's not going to judge by what his eyes see or make decisions by what his ears hear. That's so strange because isn't that how we make judgments? Well, I see this, I hear this, and I discern what's going on, but maybe our eyes are deceiving. Maybe what we're hearing isn't accurate, but with righteousness. In other words, he is going to do what is right and decide with equity for the meek of the earth. It also says that he will judge the poor. And for us, judgment seems like a bad thing, but judging for the poor is actually judging in their favor. 
he is going to lean into this so that they have an understanding of what is right. Jesus is the fulfillment of this, and we see his leaning into this ideology in Luke chapter 4, starting at verse 18. When he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and the recovery of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The spirit of the Lord is upon him. The spirit of the Lord would be upon him. The spirit of the Lord is moving through his anointed And as we were going through the Sermon on the Mount, we know that Jesus stands with the poor. He he stands with those who are in need. Jesus blesses the poor in spirit. His decision is that theirs is the kingdom of God. He blesses those who mourn. And his decision, his judgment is that they will be comforted. He blesses those who are meek. And his judgment, the decision is that they will inherit the earth. He judges that those who hunger and thirst for what is right will be filled, that those who are merciful will be shown mercy, that those who are pure in heart will see God, that the peacemakers will be called the children of God. This is what he does. This is who he is. And the prophet was leaning with a longing into this time when this would take place. Jesus has come and decided that the ones who the world has forgotten are the ones who he is for. And it's what they were waiting for. This is the kingdom of God that Jesus has ushered in. With anticipation, the prophets wrote about this, leaning into it with their writings and with their hearts. And now we do with our lives. This doesn't just mark an event that has come. For us, it is a call to join in to what is happening. In Revelation 21, he says that he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. We are participants in that renewal. Paul would write to the Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. You see, the spirit of wisdom that was upon him is the spirit of wisdom that he's praying would be upon us. What he has become, we are to lean into and to continue. He tells Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. We not only look back at what has happened, but we are to live into what is happening and towards the kingdom that is to come, participating in the renewal of all things by the spirit that gives us wisdom and that gives us the power to live into this life. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so we see the posture of Jesus towards the poor. We are not sitting waiting for Jesus to come, snatch us away, take us to heaven, and make things better. We are doing the work of the kingdom, the work Jesus began and has now passed on to us. That the longing and the desire that they had for the king to come is now something that we participate in. We are part of that longing that they had. It's so interesting in Matthew chapter 18, right? I think it's actually Matthew 28. I could be wrong on that. 
Um, it says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee. Is that right, Matthew? Well, anyway, it's verse 16. It says, Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him. But some doubted. I love that. His disciples, some doubted. Is, is he really alive? I'm not sure, right? Verse 17, it says, And they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came to, and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Think of that. Power, authority has been given to me. And watch the next verse. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. All power has been given to me. Now you go. Like, wait a second. You got the power. Why don't you go? Right? Right? And it's not even, he doesn't even skip a beat. All power is mine, so I'm sending you. What is that telling us? That's telling us there is a connection between us and what Jesus is about. We are now about the spirit that was upon him is the spirit that is within us. The spirit of wisdom that he had is the spirit that Paul prayed we would have so that we could do what Jesus did. To go commissions his disciples, do the work that he did to go and bring children into the kingdom. Paul also wrote in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 14 to 18, for he himself is our peace, Jesus, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier the dividing wall of hostility by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of two, thus making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near, for through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. And just as they waited for their Messiah, we too wait for the restoration of all things. They long to see this time come. We long to see it fulfilled. We live in between this idea of longing. And it's so interesting, the second portion of Isaiah, he talks about the future after the Messiah. In verse 6 of chapter 11, it says, The wolf shall dwell with the lamb, and the leopard shall lie down with the young goat, and the calf and the lion and the fatted calf together, and a little child shall lead them. The cow and the bear shall graze, their young shall lie down together, and the lion shall eat straw like the ox. The nursing child shall play over the hole of a cobra, and the weaned child shall put his hand on the adder's den. They shall not hurt or destroy in all my holy mountain, for the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. A picture of a new earth, a new creation, something God is doing that is changing how everything is. And this is what we are leaning into and leaning for. After the past almost two years now, through the pandemic, I know 
So many have gone through so much. I know some of you have lost family members, lost loved ones. Heart goes out to the Escalera family who's lost four family members within the last year. I know some of you have lost jobs. There's been changes in your home that have affected you drastically. And so many of us are just exhausted and we're frustrated with how things are presented, how things are being done. What is going on? Do my kids go to school? Do my kids not go to school? Do we get vaccinated? Do we not get vaccinated? And we're being bombarded with so much information. Some of us, there's little to no desire to pursue God anymore because it's just exhausting. And his kingdom, the way we once served or the way we once lived, it just seems so far. We seem so removed from it. We've been hurt. We've been drained. We've been misunderstood. And and like Israel waiting for the anointed one, we too can feel like we've just been abandoned. It's like, okay, God, where are you? What are you doing? What is going on here? What are we supposed to do? Yeah, I put my faith in Jesus and we know that we have the spirit of God, but when it comes to this world, the chaos, the hatred, the hostility, the insensitivity, sometimes we're just resigned and just want to give up, throw in the towel and just long for Jesus to make things right, but I'm just going to be at home and binge watching my TV shows. But that's not the longing we're to look forward to. It's not longing for Jesus just to come make everything all better and we'll just wait. We don't long that, like, abandoned people. We're not longing like, oh, man, I've just been forgotten, but someday he'll remember me. We long like Mary longed when she carried Jesus in her womb. We long for the kingdom to come. We, we bear in our bodies the very spirit of the king who has come. We taste on our tongues the delight of heaven and we swell with hope because he has made us a new creation. We drink of the spirit filled with love and anticipation like a newly married couple that start life together and look into each other's eyes with a future filled with hope and filled with possibility. We don't long like abandoned children waiting for the pain to end. We long like a hopeful mom waiting to give birth. While the whole world groans waiting for redemption, we join in their groaning because We have tasted of the kingdom, that it's here and yet to come. And we can see what needs to change in us and in the world. And so we step into assisting the children like we are or or the orphanages like we have or with the people and the children in Haiti like we do because we know that there is good that is still needing to be done. And we know that we are the ones who bear within our bodies what needs to be done. The church sings like Mary with hope kicking in our bellies, growing strong inside of us. We pray like Mary, be it done unto me according to your will. With all humility and anticipation, we dance like Mary saying, come, Lord Jesus, come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And here am I to participate in the revelation of the kingdom. Revolution. 
We look forward when justice will shine like the dawn and righteousness like a new day, that the poor might have plenty and the needy might be filled. This is our time between advents, praying with open eyes, open hearts, knowing things are not as they should be, but given the commission to go and make disciples of all nations, make family of all people, a longing to give birth to what God is doing because he's doing it first in us. This is what it is to live between advents. And I hope we will see and long in a way that gives birth to what is good. And maybe you, like me, have just gone through a lot the last however many months. And it feels like you have nothing left to give. May the spirit of the living God come upon you, give you wisdom, give you hope, give you strength, give you eyes to see and heart to understand how you play into this. May your life be quickened within you, understanding what we are a part of and what we get to participate in. The longing that they had for the Messiah is the longing we now have to participate in what that Messiah is doing as he is making all things new. And maybe what needs to be made new first is us. And maybe you are at a place where you are wondering, I don't sense this, I don't feel this, and maybe there is a renewal that needs to take place in your heart. Repentance is a continual thing. It's not something I did once when I was this age. It's something that I do to reorient myself to where I need to be. And maybe today is a time for repentance for us so that we can have the correct vision of how to live where we are. Let's pray. Father, as we are taking time aside to lean into this season, to acknowledge not just your birth, but your promise, may it fill us with hope. May it spark within our lives light and life. And I pray for those who are withdrawn, that have been beaten up because of all that has happened or because of physical ailments or because of the loss of loved ones, of income, friendship. I pray, Father, that you would bring restoration that hope would burn again within us for what you can do in and through us. And we do pray it happens in Jesus' name. Amen. May the hope of God burn within you.
And may we give birth to his kingdom, longing with anticipation for what he will do in our lives. God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you guys for watching online. Um, I want to stay and just talk to you guys a little bit again. Um, again, the kids will be here at 12 o'clock. For those of you who have kids who aren't here, bring them in at noon and they'll be here. God bless you guys. Love you guys. You have been listening to the Genesis Podcast. We invite you to join us at one of our weekly gatherings. You can find more information at www.thegenesisstory.com as well as opportunities to help financially support this podcast. Thank you for listening.